Hello there, and welcome to this episode of Mind Universe. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by subscribing to the channel, rating it 5 stars, and leaving a comment. If you hear something that resonates with you, feel free to quote me. Follow me on social media if you haven't already. Also, we have a Telegram channel now. It contains podcast updates, writings, artworks, personal projects, and general news. Search Fat Telegram and subscribe. This channel is a solo effort, and it is your continued support that allows it to grow. Thank you kindly. I truly appreciate it. This one might be different from all the other episodes. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I would like to go with you on a musing of sorts. You know, in life you find yourself feeling lost many times. In a way, there are times when you feel lost for so long, you forget who you were, where you were, the past, a place that used to feel so familiar, is no longer there. You've forgotten yourself. And, well, you're confused and you don't know what your calling is. You are very lost. You try different things. You try to stick to the things that you are used to. The things that seem to make sense and function for a while. They are things that bring order to the chaos of your life. And well, that works. It works for a while at least. Yet, after some times it crumbles like a sandcastle. Waves come to the beach and they hit your sandcastle and it all crumbles and you're lost again. Now, it may seem irrational to make something out of sand, but even the most solid foundation, things that are well planned and well thought through, the risk of failure is still there. The waves that hit the beach and destroy the sand castle, they can be anything. It isn't a sign that what you are making is made out of sand or that it's weak. It's just a metaphor that says the waves are still bigger and they are still stronger and they can hit you and they can be anything. It could be an accident, it could be misfortune, it could be just life going wrong somewhere. The thing that has been sustaining you for a while and making sense and making everything seems okay is now destroyed. So what do you do when you're lost again? Is this the state of life? You spend it trying to find yourself and when you grasp at something and you hold on, you're not sure it's gonna last. Is that fear rational? Well, it can easily turn into paranoia, that's for sure. And, well, maybe in a way, it's an invitation to appreciate what you have while you have it. You know how many times, in many ways and many examples, 
You find people who don't appreciate what they have and then they lose it. And after losing it, they regret that they didn't take advantage of it. An example is when someone loses a family member or a loved one. And I'm not saying lose them as in lose them in life. Like maybe they drift apart. They are no longer together. And after that happens, they they realize just how precious what they had was. And they realize that they didn't care for it when they had it. Yet now, when it's gone, they wish they could have it again. They wish they acted better. Thinking, I should have said that I care about them more. I shouldn't have let my pride and my ego get in the way. So yeah, the uncertainty of life, rather the uncertainties of life, they are an invitation that tells you appreciate what you have while you have it. You don't know what the future holds. But yeah, don't don't take this in, as a way to become paranoid and scared and, you know, over-worry. And that's actually another thing that we will talk about in this topic. Overthinking problems. It's easy to do that. And sometimes you overthink problems that do not exist or worry about things and fear things that have no basis. So you keep worrying and you overthink and you stress yourself and you just lose yourself in this anxious state. Yet when the thing that you were overthinking and over worrying about happens, it's not even a fraction of what you're worried about. It's so small, it's insignificant, it isn't as bad as you thought it to be. Uh, so yeah, don't let the fact that, you know, nothing is taken for granted drive you into worrying too much. Rather think of it as something that adds value to what you have. You know, it makes it more precious. When you take things for granted, you lose their value. You stop appreciating them. So yeah, don't don't take things, especially the things that matter to you, the people that matter to you. Don't take them for granted. And you know what? Another thing that I will talk to you about is yourself. Don't take what you have for granted. How you are. Who you are. So, it's easy to take yourself for granted, actually. So, you might neglect yourself. You might be in a good place right now. You might be in good shape, with a good mind and a good heart, yet instead of focusing on yourself, you drift away. And you know, you as a human being, you have this self-destructive tendency to you. It is 
in a way your nature to be self-destructive so instead of doing the things that would make your day better the things that would help you instead of reading a book working out going out for a walk drinking water whatever it may be you would choose to do something that would harm you you would choose something that you know you shouldn't do you know it's not gonna make you happy and you know you will feel bad afterwards yet you still choose to do that thing even though in your mind you are thinking that you shouldn't do it and you know that you should do the things that would benefit you in a way in the moment you feel good you feel distracted you are absorbed by the activity that you're doing yet the moment that it finishes the moment that you are done with it it that feeling is replaced by a feeling of emptiness you feel empty and you feel bad about yourself yet for some reason even though you've done this before and this is familiar and you know this is how it's gonna be yet unlike let's say touching fire or getting hurt by something and then deciding you know what i'm not gonna do that again you still do this again over and over and for some reason you don't learn from that you don't think well this isn't making me feel good i'm not gonna do it again no you just do it again not just do it again but do it even though you have alternatives that you know they would benefit you and i believe one of the reasons although the reasons could be many one of the reasons is the sense of feeling good in the moment it delivers an instant gratification it it's like a drug you take it to feel good now you take it to escape feeling whatever you were feeling before you allowed yourself to escape maybe you want to escape facing yourself you want to escape an existential problem that is plaguing you and you don't want to admit to even having it you don't want to think about how you're lost and you don't know what you're doing with your life you don't want to take the responsibility of your life you don't want to take the responsibility of facing the things that you should do and instead you just try to escape another example would be choosing between let's say reading a book or indulging yourself in something that will not just something that will not benefit you and will just make you feel good right now you think that you should read a book you have it right there you purchased it and you know how good it is and how well it's going to benefit you yet instead you find yourself browsing on your phone jumping from one app to the next and wasting the next few hours doing that and then feeling bad same cycle same thing 
So why do you do that to yourself? Well, in a way, and I, I think this is true, you are taking yourself for granted. This thing that you are in, this good health, this good mental and physical health, you, sure, maybe on some level you appreciate it, but you're not acting like you appreciate it. You're taking it all for granted. If one day you lose it, you would look back and be like, oh, I was lucky. I had it good. I should have done better. The same way when you lose something, then realize just how valuable it is. You do that with yourself as well. And you know, on some level, it's okay to be the way you are. It's okay to deal with whatever you're going through, the way you deal with it. I mean, you definitely don't need the extra guilt. You don't need to be feeling that you're bad and undeserving or that you're a failure or someone who deserves to be punished, someone who deserves to have bad things happen to them. So deal with your problems the way you would deal with them. If you need to find distractions, that's okay. If you want to do something that, well, something that's not gonna benefit you and that will give you immediate gratification and nothing else, that's okay. And the reason I'm saying that it is okay is because you need to find acceptance and to allow yourself to, you know, not only admit that you have flaws and that you make mistakes and that, you know, you have moments of weakness, you need to also love yourself for that because in a way it's a step to make it easier to improve self-acceptance and self-love it allows you to not seek to find those distractions and those things that would numb your mind it will make it easier to stand the reality that you are in and therefore be able to let's say choose to work out instead of eat a you know eat junk food choose to read a book instead of browse on your phone so self-acceptance does help so if you have to do that sometimes it's all right be okay with it but also allow yourself to hold yourself accountable for those things allow yourself to take responsibility and you know face doing something that may not make you feel good in the moment but it will pay off in the future in a way it is an investment you are delaying feeling good now so that you will be better in the future you will be doing something that 
your future self will thank you for. Now, going back to the metaphor of the waves that hit your sand castle, you know, the wave can be a lot of things. It can be an accident or something unfortunate that happens to you. It can be someone with bad intentions coming to you for no apparent reasons sometimes. They just want someone to hurt and you happen to be that person. And so yeah, what do you do then? The thing about you as a human being is that you are susceptible to negativity. You can have a hundred people telling you how great you are and how wonderful their lives are by having you in it. And maybe they don't just say it verbally, maybe they show it and they exist in your life and you exist in theirs. And sure, you see that and you feel it and you appreciate it. It's tangible and it's real. Yet, some stranger that has no idea who you are, someone whom you as well have no idea who they are, it's just some random person. They come at you and they say something negative. They tell you mean things. They are being rude and they tell you some comments like, you're ugly or you're stupid and you know maybe they tell you something in you looks funny or they basically bully you just a comment just something that they said that doesn't even represent you from someone that doesn't even care about you and you are aware that you don't care about that person or what they said yet you find that it sticks with you at the back of your head. Even when you actively and consciously don't want to think about it, your subconscious mind thinks about it. You think about it even when you don't want to. So, I'll give you an example. Let's say someone who doesn't know you, probably hasn't even seen you in person, they just saw a couple of pictures of you and they made a comment to someone else and that someone else said it out loud to you. Hey, a friend of mine commented on the way you look. They commented on what you're wearing or the way your body looks or the way your hair, how it looks funny or how you have a million freckles on your face. And you know, it's just someone who didn't even see you in person or talk to you. It's someone who doesn't know you. Someone you don't know. Someone that even right now you can't think of because it's just words of a stranger that were told to someone else about you and they reached you. And you think about it. You stop liking the way your body looks. Maybe they said that you're too short, too fat, too skinny, too tall, you have tiny hands, you have big feet, you have small eyes, tiny lips, and you have those million freckles on your face. And 
Even though it's just someone you don't care about and no one else has made such a comment before, no one you care about has said such things, you find yourself wanting to hide that part of you. You feel ashamed of it, you don't like it anymore. Now, why do people do that? Well, the answer to that is maybe simple or maybe it isn't pleasant. Maybe people are just projecting, which is a common reason actually. People who do such a thing are often projecting their own self-image. They want to criticize in others what they lack in themselves. More accurately, they think others ought to view themselves the way they view themselves. And you know, maybe in the same way you find yourself thinking about the opinion and the comment of some stranger just because it's a negative comment, it stays in your subconscious mind, maybe the same way you do that, you find yourself mistreating yourself in spite of your better judgment. You don't know why you do this, listening to what someone else says about you, even though you know it isn't true. You don't know why you behave this way, doing something that is harmful to you, even though your better judgment is telling you to do something that you know at the end, after you're done, you're gonna feel better. When you eat healthy, afterwards you're gonna feel good. So another thing I would like to talk about is how, you know, those things that seem so big, those things that plague you, you're worried about them and you feel as if they are the biggest problems in the world. You feel as if it's gonna be the end of the world if they don't work out. You don't even visualize how your life would be if they don't happen or if they go astray. Well, try to think about it for a minute. So what's the worst thing that can happen? And I'm not trying to provoke you into thinking about negative things, no. I want you to hold back actually and not think about the worst thing that's gonna happen. Think about how insignificant everything is. You're just one person in seven billion and you are living in this rock, traveling in space and you know, the world has been doing fine. It actually has been doing very well before you and it's doing same thing with you and it's going to continue to do the same thing after long after all of us are gone so you know that thing that you're worried about that's going to happen tomorrow <laughs> no one else cares it's not really that big of a deal it matters it's important you are important and everything in your life matters it has value but the things that you're worried about, things, the things that 
seem like such big deals that if they don't work out, it's the end of the world. So what if they don't work out? I mean, let's say they do work out and things are fine. Was it worth all the stress that you put yourself through? Even if they don't work out, was the stress worth it? I mean, you have this habit of beating yourself up, of over-worrying, of thinking that at any moment someone will bust you and, you know, expose how not well put together you are. They're gonna expose how you're a failure, you've been trying to fake it and how you don't know what you're doing and how, you know, what you're worried about, it basically will come true. Does it really matter though? Think about it for a minute. If it doesn't work out, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna live, you're gonna survive. And not just live and survive, most likely you're gonna do well. Because chances are, you've been doing well before the thing you're worried about came to your life. And you will be doing just as well if it's gone. And to put it into perspective so that it would be easier to you know, visualize what I'm talking about. Let's say you're worried about your job, you're worried about your boss getting mad at you or yelling at you and telling you that, you know, you're doing a terrible job. I mean, chances are this boss is the same as you. It's someone who probably didn't know what they were doing and they worked hard and they got lucky and then they are in a position where they have to do this job and they have to worry about their boss not you know yelling at them or cutting from their paycheck or firing them and even if it is like the big boss the ceo it's the same thing it's the same cycle it's you know whatever happens the worst thing that can happen, it's not that big of a deal. If they fire you, you're gonna be fine. If they cut your paycheck, you're gonna be fine. And I'm not saying don't care about your job, care about it, do an amazing job. In fact, be the best employee you can be. Be the best person in your place that you can be, but it isn't worth eating yourself over. It's not worth eating your heart. It's not worth, you know, it's not worth becoming miserable for. Do you remember why you were doing this in the first place? Do you remember why you spent so many years getting an education and then working on yourself and bettering yourself so that you can have a job or a career. It's for you. It's to better your life and to, you know, have a better quality of life and also to have 
longevity basically so did you lose yourself in the process is it worth becoming miserable and turning into a cog in a machine that doesn't care about itself what for if it's making you feel this way why what for do a good job but don't lose yourself in the process don't overthink things that don't deserve overthinking and in fact probably nothing deserves overthinking i mean everything is insignificant in a way nothing has meaning except that you are the one that gives things meaning your family your loved ones your job you know maybe your pets the things that you care about the community you are in the good of others the good of yourself the value in how you feel towards those people and those things you give that value so just with that same power you can take value from things that don't deserve to have it so just with the same power that you give things value to you have the capacity to take it away from things that make you feel miserable and you know understanding yourself can be a journey discovering yourself can be a journey as well you might be feeling like you haven't established where you stand in this world you don't know what you want you don't know what the future holds and it's scary and there are things that are out there to get you you might lose the privileges that you have you might end up in worst situations that you are in right now those fears that lack of self-knowledge it's there and well the best way to look at it is life is a journey and an adventure you go through it to discover yourself to improve yourself to find somewhere that you belong in to learn new things to try out new things so it's all right if you don't know who you are or what you are or where you are it's all right to worry about the future but that worrying the kind that leads nowhere and just leaves you paralyzed in fear scared that you would only end up overthinking about things that may or may not happen and things that if they happen wouldn't leave you as badly as you think they would leave you because well even if those fears you have happen what you don't take into account is how capable and strong you are at taking them you you fear that it's like a punch that will hit you 
and you will break like glass. Now the punch might be as it might be as strong as you think it to be, but you're not glass. You're way stronger than that. You are far more powerful than you think or give yourself credit. So it's all right to seek to find yourself, understand yourself and discover yourself. Don't worry about it too much. It's a journey and you know, it isn't easy to find someone who understands you and listens to you. Someone who is capable of hearing you out, knowing what you say, relating to how you feel and understanding that you aren't that put together as it may seem. But well, focus on that. Focus on being that someone. Accepting that, yes, you aren't that well put together, but you're trying and you're doing your best and you're working on yourself. And, you know, accept that you don't know as much as you may appear to know and that you feel lost and confused and life appears to be going in a direction that you aren't aware of. It's all right. Altogether, you feel this existential pressure. It's making you wish there's someone that understands. It's a burden that leaves you wanting to run away from facing anything. It's a burden that leads you to seek escapism, seek to do the things that, that will just make you feel good right now, you know, just to fix something that will make me forget for a while. But be that someone who understands you, who accepts you. And maybe, who knows, maybe one day you will find someone else who understands you as well, or someone else who you would understand. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.